0: thanksgivings in the books and we got to get back to work hello welcome into the whole new week of y'all talk with a southern accent and i'm john rawl hope your thanksgiving was awesome i really really do and i'm sorry if you're having to go back to work here on the second day of december happy december to you by the way we're only what three weeks now away from christmas oh it is that most special time of year and on the Y'all Show, we welcome your feedback at 803-816-1170. You can find us on Facebook. We are at y'all.com. Also, Twitter, Instagram, at Y'all Show, our telephone number, 803-816-1170. You can text or call that number anytime, 803-816-1170. On today's Y'all Show, we will start headlines out, and included in that is the sad passing of an Auburn football great and a Heisman Trophy winner. As Heisman Trophy winner from 1971, I think it was, Pat Sullivan, passed away after a long battle with cancer, and he died in his native Birmingham over the weekend and we'll give you the latest on that a coaching change at an sec west school as Ole miss the university of mississippi has decided to get rid of matt luke and we've got some information coming in on that press conference here today about that also we've got that lady in the (laughs) you've seen the picture of the lady crying and pointing her finger alongside a white cat well we know who that lady is and she's got a little tweet she's out over the Thanksgiving weekend talking about. And she's from the South. She's from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And we'll tell you who that is and what she's got to say on social media is all part of our hashtag hullabaloo here in this hour. Plus, we've got the Yall Street Business Report coming your way. I look at the weekend box office. I look at a couple of TV stations across the South and a couple of southern cities being bought out by another company. We'll let you know who and where. And we'll also have other information that you can use As we get closer to Christmas, some scams that are out there, what you need to be on the lookout for, all of that coming up as part of our Y'all Street Business Report. So, a combination of business news, hashtag Hullabaloo, and headlines from across the Southeast. All that right here in hour number one. When we get to hour number two today, we'll look back at the weekend in sports as the Iron Bowl was one of the great ones in Iron Bowl history, and War Eagle, Auburn gets the victory over Alabama. How will that affect Alabama? postseason plans we'll tell you at the start of hour two and another coaching change going on in the south that we'll let you know about at the start of the second hour then our friend jerry short will be dropping by he's going to talk a little sports in fact we're going to get him to talk about football and how it's kind of not paid enough attention to field goal kickers and punters through the years (laughs) and we'll get him to weigh in on that plus we'll get his reaction to thanksgiving what he did and other thoughts coming from the teller of tales from takapola jerry short let's start off our headlines today on the y'all show in the big easy as 10 people were wounded in the french quarter area on the busy holiday weekend of new orleans and people shot and wounded a popular spot for tourists is the french quarter and in another part of town two people killed and others wounded in the city of new orleans police said those two shootings remain under investigation and authorities did not immediately draw a connection between them two of the 10 people shot on canal street near the french quarter were in critical condition in local hospitals no arrests were announced on sunday at least and police did not immediately release information about any of the victims but here on a very high traffic weekend thanksgiving weekend in an area of course new orleans where people go all the time you have 10 people shot and one spree there in the city of new orleans in the french quarter area of what, as well that just does not, not bode well for that city going forward as we get closer to christmas and new york new years which has of course the national championship game will be played in new orleans this year then you got mardi gras coming right after that and new orleans in the headlines for the wrong reasons here to start out the holiday season We now know from Auburn, Alabama that the human remains discovered in that area at last week on Wednesday have now been confirmed as belonging to a missing college student and the daughter of an UFC fighter as the Alabama Department of Forensic Science. They confirmed the remains that they found belong to 19 year old. Anaya Blanchard, who was last seen at an Auburn, Alabama gas station back on October 23rd. Police added that the disappearance had spawned a homicide investigation. On Monday, police announced that human remains were found in this wooded area of Macon County, which is not Lee County, where she went and disappeared. Blanchard, the daughter of UFC, uh, stepdaughter rather, of UFC heavyweight fighter Walt Harris, was seen on a video back in October at a convenience store not far from her home in auburn and police later found her damaged car a black 2017 honda crv at an apartment complex in montgomery 55 miles away from auburn and 29 year old ibrahim yazid who reportedly has a history of arrests for violent crimes currently being held without bond on kidnapping charges in the teens disappearance but sad news as this teenager who had been missing for several weeks and a huge huge effort made to try to find her alive unfortunately it turns out that macon county alabama her remains were found there uh, just before thanksgiving at least officially identified as her now a delivery person that guy guy in georgia that delivers not just anything but bread has shot an armed robber at a Hardee's there and during this short gun battle that happened at this georgia hardy's as the suspect mario Parrish was wounded after a gun battle with joseph chilton who interrupted the robbery at the hardy's as he was delivering bread to the hardy's in ellenwood and the clayton county georgia sheriff's office said That Chilton noticed something was wrong when he observed employees running out of the back of the door and heard a woman screaming for help and earlier the encounter the man pointed a gun at a female employee and demanded cash Saturday afternoon investigators traced Parrish to a home in Conley and made an arrest but yes the DeMario Parrish arrested after this encounter at a Hardee's in Clayton County Georgia as a bread delivery man owned i guess the offense of their having his own weapon which i assume a lot of businesses out there are perfectly okay having their employees especially in open carry states have employees with weapons upon their person because look it's a dangerous world i just told you about 10 people getting shot in new orleans we hope all 10 of them come out of it okay but sometimes unfortunately people lose their lives innocently innocently and we don't want that to happen anywhere All right, to Montgomery we go, and the city of Montgomery and the state of Alabama have unveiled a statue to civil rights icon Rosa Parks, as this was revealed on Sunday, the 64th anniversary of her refusal to give up a public bus seat to a white man, as Montgomery Mayor Stephen Reed and Governor Kay Ivey of Alabama pulled back a cloth to unveil the statue before a crowd of about 400 spectators. The ceremony coincided with the anniversary of Parks' 1955 arrest. It happened on December 1st of 55, and that, of course, sparked the Montgomery bus boycott. And this figure of her, a very imposing thing there, a very well-done statue in Alabama's capital city. You can find this marker now to Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks died in 2005 at the age of 92. I don't have an exact location of where this was unveiled in montgomery on monday but i'm sure it may be right where she started her boycott if i had to guess if if not there perhaps on the State House grounds of alabama but uh yes hard to believe it's been that many years since she not only passed away but since she led that boycott many 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 decades ago a little political news matt gates has (laughs) he's got into a war between the states battle you could say between the prospective nominee for the u.s senate seat of georgia as that seat is up for grabs right now and brian kemp the governor of georgia has to decide who's going to come in and take over isaacson's seat as he's going to step down at the end of the year And there'll be an interim senator for the Peach State before they have their election in November of 2020 for the full term. And so Matt Gaetz, who is a congressman from Florida, not Georgia, is now calling out Brian Kemp because it looks like Kemp is being kind of leaned. He's kind of leaning toward picking a lady out of the Atlanta area to be the possible person that comes in and fills in for isaacson to fill the term that he's going to leave behind as he's had a lot of health problems and really has pretty much already left office but we know now that brian kemp and his role of being the governor of georgia gets to pick the successor to sonny isaacson or johnny isaacson rather and right now we don't know who it's going to be officially but matt gates the florida congressman he is pushing hard for Doug Collins to get this seat, as the 53-year-old has represented Georgian Congress since 2013 and is a huge Trump supporter and is certainly someone, if you watch Fox News, you know exactly who Collins is. Now, Governor Kemp is actually leaning toward appointing financial executive Kelly Loeffler to this Senate seat, and here's the problem with Kelly. At least for me, maybe not the reason Matt Gates is not pulling for her, but she's a what we call in the south a damn yankee <laughs> and hasn't georgia seen enough damn yankees that a conservative wouldn't want to make them the governor or rather the governor make a damn yankee your us senator for that state i mean it's one thing if the democrats pick a damn yankee but for a republican to pick a dy now i know she's accomplished she's actually one of the owners of the uh, what are they the atlanta dream wnba team and she's married a very successful fellow there in the Atlanta area, and she's successful in her own right. But I think the, the issue that Gates has that he is very in touch with President Trump is that they're not so sure they can trust Kelly Loeffler going down the road, at least Collins, the Republican from, I believe, Cartersville, Georgia. He's certainly to the north of Atlanta. He's tried and true Trump, and that's what Gates wants to make sure Brian Kemp has in washington dc another you could call it another uh stool pigeon or stooge pigeon whatever the term is another trumpy person that would never go against trump i'm not saying that it needs to be a diehard but i'm not so sure that this the lady that, that that dy i mentioned out of all the people of georgia that that would be the best choice someone who's only lived in the state for 15 years i think To Memphis we go, and sad news there, Bishop William H. Graves died over the weekend after being hospitalized for several days, as Bishop Graves was the 42nd Bishop of the Christian Methodist Episcopal Church, the CME Church, and he was also the first black to be on the Tennessee Valley Authority Board of Directors. He was a native of Brownsville, Tennessee, and was also a former member of the Memphis Light and Gas Board another news item of sad note to tell you about as former heisman trophy winner and auburn tiger legend pat sullivan died over the weekend and he was 69 years old he was of course the 1971 heisman trophy winner and did a great thing at auburn way back in the early 1950s he or rather early 1970s he was born january 18 1950 in birmingham and was a three sports star at john carroll catholic school before he went on to become Auburn's starting quarterback as a sophomore in 1969. He passed for 1,686 yards and 16 touchdowns as a sophomore and helped lead Auburn to an 8-3 record in a berth in the Blue Bonnet Bowl. And I think it was his last year, he played against the Mississippi Rebels and Archie Manning in the Gator Bowl. And Auburn won that game 35-28, and he won the 1971 Heisman Trophy and then went on to coaching. He was a TCU coach, and then for the last decade or so of his life, he was the head coach of his hometown, Samford Bulldogs. But unfortunately, he had a long battle with cancer, and unfortunately, Pat Sullivan succumbed to that. Great guy, great southerner, and he died on Sunday again at the age of 69. By the way, that followed the day after, or rather day before his death, a great win by Sullivan's alma mater, the Auburn Tigers, over alabama crimson tide sec football news and matt luke is out as the coach of the mississippi land sharks as the university of mississippi has decided after the dog peeing incident of the egg bowl that they did not want matt luke the administration there they did not want matt luke leading this team on for a fourth year as mississippi was four and eight this year had a chance to embarrass Mississippi State on their home turf and beat them and keep them from going to a bowl game. And instead of a tying touchdown, perhaps at the end of that game, on Thanksgiving night, they had, for the second time and as many times as they'd been in Starkville, a player do something completely unacceptable and imitate a dog peeing. And they were flagged for an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. And guess what? That pushed the ball back 15 yards, and so the PAT, which should have been a chip shot, was even more difficult for a guy who struggled as a place kicker this year, and he missed it, and as a result of that miss with just a handful of seconds left in the game, Mississippi State wins the Egg Bowl and Ole Miss decides to make a change in Oxford. Now, of course, Matt Luke was not the only SEC coach kicked to the curb over the weekend as Missouri, another school in the SEC, fired Barry Odom on Saturday as Missouri had, a, I guess, a 500 record under Odom, but they decided they weren't making progress there in Columbia, and they fired the Tigers head coach. So Matt Luke and Barry Odom out as head coaches, in the sec remember this is sort of like a black monday in college football where coaches get fired assistant coaches get fired some of this started on saturday you had charlie strong out at south florida boston college they decided to get adazio out of there and you will probably see or hear more changes going on today and throughout this coming week in the world of college football a man in georgia has been charged with scamming a woman out of more than six and a half million dollars with a fake online relationship as marcellus McBoley from marietta a 35 year old man charged with 20 counts of bank fraud money laundering and conspiracy to commit bank fraud according to justice department press releases from last week as he's accused of scamming a virginia woman out of more than six and a half million dollars after wooing her into a romantic relationship through an online dating site now How could anybody give any person, one person, six and a half million dollars and it be something virtual in this case, as it appears that's what this guy did? In November 2017, the woman in Virginia who had a sizable trust fund allegedly came across this man on an online dating site, except he was posing as a man by the name of Jimmy Deere according to the indictment. And G- dear and the woman apparently exchanged emails over the course of the next month. He told her he was excited to start a life with her but needed to resolve an investment opportunity first. And one thing led to another. And again, after <laughs> a couple of years here, she he took her for $6.5 million with a, a fake online relationship. It's one thing to break somebody's heart with these fake relationships, but to break their bank account is a whole nother level of just pure evil hey big news to pass along for our friends in arkansas as deer hunting is a pastime of the natural state and we have the total The first two weeks of the modern gun deer season in Arkansas has completed, and we've checked in more than 140,000 whitetails throughout the deer, throughout the state, and plenty of more time for you to get out and go hunting in Arkansas, as the hunters there have checked in these deers to a total harvest for any year before 1995 in the natural state and a harvest slightly lower than at this point the last two seasons but there's still close to a month of prime hunting opportunities left for arkansas hunters and luckily it looks like in arkansas maybe they're not having the same issues they got across the mississippi river in west tennessee or in mississippi with this whole c what chronic cwd and arkansas by the way they're Total deer hunting record for harvested deer, 213,487. So, got a ways to go to catch that, but only halfway through, and they're maybe going to be able to pull it out. I don't know if the rain and cold helps in the deer killing, but. 140,000 deer killed in two weeks. That ain't a bad day if you're into deer hunting. Last week was a big upset in college basketball. Stephen F. Austin out of Nacogdoches, Texas, got a big win at Cameron Indoor Stadium against the number one Duke Blue Devils. The Lumberjacks went in and pulled off the shocker and a dramatic steal, and then they got the ball into the hoop right before the overtime buzzer went off. And this team out of the Southland Conference shocked the ACC's Duke Blue Devils. Well, guess what? There was a player for SFA that was from the Bahamas. And someone a while back after that hurricane went through the Bahamas, tried to help out Nathan Bain and his family with a GoFundMe page. And over the last two months, this page, I think, only raised about $2,000. Well, after he helped seal that victory with his steel slash Buzzer beating shot for SFA at Duke, that GoFundMe page to help out his family after Hurricane Dorian has now raised more than ninety seven thousand dollars, up ninety five thousand dollars just because of a big win, and trust me, that was a big win for little tiny Stephen F Austin getting that big win in overtime over Duke, and more importantly, besides a victory, his family there in the Bahamas are gonna looks like they're gonna have a lot of money to go forward to their Rebuilding effort there in the Bahamas as their home was devastated with Dorian just a few months back. And that is a good Thanksgiving feel good story to wrap up our headlines across the South, is it not? Yes, it is. Go Lumberjacks. When we come back after the break, we're going to switch over and tell you some business news going on, including what happened at the box office this past weekend, as Thanksgiving is traditionally one of the biggest weekends of going to see movies, and we'll let you know what movies topped out. And we'll let you know that after this timeout.
1: Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon?
2: Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting.
1: Lay down on me and we'll talk about
2: it. Oh, purple mattress. You know how to support me. Hey, I'm
1: just a mattress doing my job.
2: You're more than that. You're a purple mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your purple grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through.
1: If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund
2: and give up the best night's sleep i've had since i learned to walk no way you're the only one i want to come home to purple mattress
3: you too can come home to a purple mattress by texting offer to 84888 and now for a limited time receive a free purple product with your order when you text offer to 84888 that's keyword o-f-f-e-r to 84888 message and data rates may apply please do not text and drive see purple.com for terms and conditions Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at babble.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive.
4: Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text WORLD to (laughs) 64000.
5: It's Friday night, baby, get
0: ready, set, go. Gonna take it to the crystal and a picture show. Well, the sky's the limit, there's no price too high. Baby, you're the apple of my eye.
5: Got my paycheck in my pocket, and some gas in the tank. Than money in
0: the hey, 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 hey. Ahead in the next segment of today's Y'all Show, it's our hashtag Hullabaloo, and we've got some great stuff, including the lady that's in that meme all over the internet, crying, pointing her finger, having a meltdown, and then there's that white cat. Well, we know who that woman is. In fact, she is from the South. And she's active on Twitter this week, and we'll tell you what she's got to say. Plus, hey, have you ever heard of a ceiling color known as haint blue or Gullah blue? Well, that's out of the Charleston area, and we've got some information to pass along about that, some of the history of this color choice. If you're looking to do some renovations in the year 2020, and you're looking for a good paint color for your ceiling, hey, stick around. We've got some decorating tips coming up in hashtag hullablue, and that's coming up in the next segment of this the y'all show but right now in this segment we're going to switch over and talk a little business news it's our y'all street business report with john rawl and we'll start out talking what's going on in the world of business across the southeast and we'll start off with online shopping today is black well no it's not black friday today is cyber monday you got to get the terms right black friday and cyber monday so perhaps you're shopping right this very moment and listening to a little y'all show as well Well, shoppers spent $3.6 billion buying online from small businesses just on Saturday alone as Adobe Analytics, which tracks online sales, says that that's up 18% from a year earlier And Adobe reports the holiday season sales are on track to grow 14.9% from last year as small businesses have garnered $68.2 billion in online sales from November 1st to November 30th. So wonderful news for the retailers of the world that you've got people buying stuff from you and they don't even have to walk in your door. Maybe you don't even have a real brick-and-mortar business, but online shopping just continues and continues to track upwards. And online shoppers are boosting small business sales already big time here in 2019. That's great news here on Cyber Monday. Some great news along the Georgia-South Carolina border. As in Hartwell, Georgia, that's in the northeast corner of the state of Georgia, a pet food factory that's just opened up there and a distribution center there has brought jobs to not only Hartwell, but also to neighboring South Carolina The Nestle Purina plant there has said that South Carolina residents hold about 35% of the 200 jobs at this newest plant for Purina, and this plant located in Hartwell. As Nestle Purina went in and invested $320 million in what used to be an abandoned textile factory, and this implant, it actually employed four people in 2018, and now they've boosted that up from four to 200 jobs plus. And this plant had its grand opening on November 18th. And those people right there able to just scoot across Lake Hartwell from the South Carolina side, places like Walhalla and Clemson's not far from there. And even one of my favorite places in in America in the South is right there on the state line of Georgia and South Carolina. And that would be fair play. Two words, fair play, South Carolina. Congratulations to Tacoa and everybody there in Georgia, Carolina, with the great news there from a business perspective. Now, some television stations that are located across the South are going to have new owners in 2020, 2020 pending approval, as Standard Media Group of Nashville is buying television stations in Arkansas, Indiana, Mississippi, New York, and Tennessee for a combined 59 percent million price tag. Waypoint Media, I think out of Meridian, Mississippi, is selling WGBC in Meridian as well as WHPM in Hattiesburg. Also, NBC affiliate WNBJ in Jackson, Tennessee. That's Channel 39 there. Also, selling Fox and CBS affiliate KJNB in Jonesboro, Arkansas, plus some properties in Lafayette, Indiana. Also, some television stations in New York State part of the deal. The sale also includes news production operations in Little Rock, Arkansas, and 15 radio stations in Indiana and New York. It's projected to close in early 2020, pending regulatory approvals, but some of these areas we just told you about, your local TV stations, may be in new ownership hands. In the early part of 2020. Now to the box office. We go from the small screen. Talking TV stations to the big screen. And this Thanksgiving weekend. Box office totals are in. And Frozen 2 has won the Thanksgiving box office. Congratulations to this animated film. Also other movies showing pretty well with the numbers knives out and queen and slim as frozen 2 dominated the box office in its second weekend it had added 123 million dollars through the five-day thanksgiving holiday weekend and that includes 85.3 million friday through sunday for a cumulative total of almost 288 million dollars and that was a big of course this movie came out the weekend before and it has topped the previous thanksgiving weekend record holder the hunger games catching fire which got 110 million dollars in box office sales six years ago second place movie for the weekend lionsgate and mrc's knives out which opened wednesday well ahead of expectations with a five-day debut of 41.7 million dollars And that was a huge hit there. The other one we told you about was Queen and Slim, some of your box office leaders from the Thanksgiving weekend. Now, as we get ready for Christmas here in just a handful of days, we got to tell you the 12 days of Christmas, you need to be aware of the 12 scams of Christmas and just kind of give you a little idea of some of the things to be on the lookout for. Lookalike websites. Don't be fooled when you're shopping the Better Business Bureau. uh, They want to let you know that warn consumers to properly prepare for scammers that are looking to take away a bit of that holiday cheer so watch out for look-alike look-alike websites when you're out searching and shopping also look out for fake shipping notifications also e-cards as e-cards how you can spot an e-card is the sender's name easily visible are you asked to enter personal information or does the email look suspicious Also, watch out for letters from Santa scams. Those are out there. Grandparent scams. Also part of the naughty... Way do people scam here in the holiday season. Also, phony charities. And I know you probably have gotten those plenty of times. Telephone calls want you to give. You can verify charities at give.org, by the way. Also, temporary holiday jobs are something to be on the lookout for. Avoid a temporary holiday job scam. Consumers should apply for the job in person. Go directly to the retailer's website. That's if you're trying to get a, a temporary job. Be careful. You might get scammed. Also, be careful of unusual forms of payment. For some of the Christmas gifts, free gift cards. There's usually someone, if they're giving you something, there's usually a reason. And in this case, it could be a scam. Also, beware of social media gift exchanges. That's something to be aware of, as well as puppy scams and travel scams. Some of the many scams, the 12 scams of Christmas. And you can check out information like this at y'all.com. We've got some of this information and just be on the lookout be better safe than sorry is our word of the wise coming here in our y'all street business report when we come back after the break we'll wrap up this first hour of the monday y'all show we've got what's going on in the world of social media twitter and instagram and we'll be right back with some hashtag hullabaloo oh some hysteria coming from that form of communication that's up next
6: From ooh to aww. Whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends. Or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's vistaprint.com. Code HOLIDAY50.
3: Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at babble.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive.
6: Have you wanted to speak a new
4: language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text WORLD to (laughs) 64000.
0: Hashtag Hullabaloo is here for the month of December. Hello, welcome back, y'all. It is the Y'all Show, two hours of Southern fun, education, and a little holiday spirit. Yes, that's what we do here. Hope your Thanksgiving went well. We've still got a whole nother hour of the Y'all Show coming up at the top of the next hour. We've got a quick look back at the weekend in football. And then our friend Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola, will be joining us. All that ahead on y'all. All All right. If you have been on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram in the last three weeks, you're probably tired of seeing that woman pointing her finger and crying and having an epic meltdown. And that picture is matched up with the white cat at the end of the table, just kind of grinning. Got that little grin on its face, on its little purr face. (laughs) Who is that woman? I don't know who the cat is. I know who the woman in that picture. Her name is Taylor Armstrong. And she's from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Taylor Armstrong is a celebrity. Yes, that actual scene was from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That was a a snapshot from that series taken out of context and turned into a meme. And Taylor Armstrong, at Taylor Armstrong on Twitter, a mother, a wife, a New York Times bestselling author hiding from reality, original Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, VH1 couples therapy we tv celebrations with david tutera that is taylor armstrong and she's trying to become a real person and not a meme but she's been one heck of a meme you gotta admit that was pretty brilliant whoever came up with that idea to pair taylor having that meltdown with a white cat <laughs> pretty good and it's been everywhere i see 10 variations of it still today three weeks after i first saw it probably you would say the same Good job, Taylor. Great meltdown. She's not having a meltdown when it comes to Southern food. Taylor Armstrong, on her own Twitter account, Taylor Armstrong, wrote this week, I don't eat sweets, but if you can put gravy on it, I'm in. Hashtag biscuits and gravy. Hashtag mashed potato. Hashtag turkey day traditions. Hashtag Southern And hashtag Happy Thanksgiving Day. She says, enjoy tomorrow with your family and friends. The cat and I will be smothered in gravy. (laughs) So she's having fun at her, her fame here. That's pretty good for the Tulsa native, Taylor Armstrong. Well, in case you need to know more about Armstrong, she was born Shana Lynette Hughes, June 1971. She's 48 years young. Happy birthday, although a little late here for Taylor Armstrong. And she's best known for her appearance in that Woman yelling the cat thing that meme, but she really should be known for her role in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But yes, this meme that she's on has become one of the most popular and shared memes of 2019. And I mean, our, her career prior to that is really irrelevant. Everybody knows that picture if you've been on social media in the last couple of weeks. And Taylor, good job. But more importantly. You're right on this, Taylor. If you can put gravy on it, you're in and most of us listening are in. And you can go take that and turn that into a meme, Taylor. So Derek Beard is on Twitter at C-E-D-D-A Supreme, okay? So Derek Beard has a message for everybody here in the days after Thanksgiving. And you got to understand Derek language to understand this tweet. So his first word is Ian, okay? Like the name of a person, I-A-N, but... He ain't talking about a guy named Ian here in his tweet, okay? You have to actually understand Sederic language to understand what he's saying. Instead of Ian, I think he's trying to say, "Ian, I ain't had Kool Aid pie in a long time." Hashtag Southern. Ian had Kool Aid pie in a long time, or Ian had Kool Aid pie in a long time. Okay, I'm not gonna pick on you on your bad English there, Sederic. That's that's for somebody else to come in and criticize. But what I am going to talk about is what you're trying to get across here, that you had not had Kool-Aid pie in a long time. Well, you know what? Said so Derek, yours truly, and maybe a lot of you listening right now, not only have I not had Kool-Aid pie, I've never heard of it. Have I missed the boat? Is that a Southern thing or is it something more known in other parts of the country? Or was my mother just a bad dessert maker and never made that for me? Okay all right what in the heck is kool-aid pie is there really such a thing i had to google it thank god for google (laughs) i know they're tracking us but they do have a purpose especially for proving or disproving things so there is something called kool-aid pie and i pulled up some of the ingredients okay and 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 here's the simple directions okay i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you the simple directions of making kool-aid pie whisk fruit flavored drink mix with sweetened condensed milk in a bowl until thoroughly combined and thick gently fold whip topping into mixture until light and fluffy spread filling into pie crust and refrigerate at least one hour before serving now that's pretty simple instructions for something called kool-aid pie and if you make it and you got a slice you can spare how about hooking up our our friend Cedric so beard on twitter at said the supreme said the supreme on twitter hook him up send him a kool-aid pie maybe you can do some dry ice and ship it to him and he'll be i guess reliving his days because remember as he said i ain't had kool-aid pie in a long time except he didn't say i ain't he said i (laughs) all right preston education at preston edu one preston education is an online tutoring platform connecting students and tutors Well, how about that, professor? Preston Education on Twitter this week week writes, The agricultural product that was central to the early southern United States economy. So what product from agriculture was central to this part of the country in its formation? Okay? Many of you would say cotton, and I would have to think that that would be king cotton was king. But according to Preston Education, they indicate four products that were central to the Southern U.S.'s economy, uh, and I, I, I'm not fighting them. Okay, one of them I have to question. One, of, two of them I got to question now that I'm looking at it. But all four of these that they indicate, and you can go and prove Preston Education correct or incorrect, they all start with T's. Are y'all ready for what Preston Education says are the central products to the United States, the Southern United States, to be specifics economy? in its early days tomatoes tomatoes i could see that but i've never heard that number two is one of the ones i got had an issue with is another t word tuna i'm sorry i don't know anywhere in the south it prides itself in tuna but maybe there is a place in the mountains of appalachia <laughs> but i don't know of it number three I- i've never heard of this in the south Maybe they've got the wrong part of the world here, Preston Education. Uh, Truffles, they indicate that as an early agricultural product central to the economy of the South. I've only heard of truffles over in Europe. Never heard of it here in America. But if we can start finding truffles, look, look, we're going to be rich. Those things go for lots and lots of money over in Italy. And the last thing I can understand this one, because besides cotton being king in the South, this product here was probably bigger than cotton especially around the 20th century, and that would be tobacco. Tobacco was huge in Middle Tennessee, in the Carolinas, in Kentucky, and in other southern states, but no more is it as big as it was, okay? I know it's still somewhat of a a big factor in the North Carolina area for sure, but most southern states have gotten away from it, turned to other crops if they have anything. A lot of places have turned great tobacco fields into subdivisions, Preston education i can't prove or disprove what you're saying i'm just giving you a voice here on the y'all show i do find it as a person who knows a lot about agriculture having grown up on a vegetable farm and a person who's spent his whole life in dixie throughout the various parts of dixie by the way other than west of the mississippi i've never heard of truffles and i've never heard of tuna being big factors here but maybe just maybe you'll let me know see here in the south we can learn something every day and here on the y'all show we we try to share this knowledge about our part of the world with you and we want to learn too and here is a perfect example okay so i i claim to be a charleston south carolinian sorta i spent four years in college there love the place go back as much as i can but i really never lived there outside of the gates of a military school okay but i do know one thing i know a little bit about the paint of charleston and if you ever go there you'll see a lot of the there's like a a certain i think it's got a nickname and i'm sorry i should know this particular nickname i think it's called confederate gray but what happened was in the in the years after the civil war when the yankees took over charleston they all they provided paint to the southerners i think all they gave them was white paint They just, when they were having reconstruction, white paint, white paint, white paint, white paint, everything was white. So the Southerners found a way to get back at those Yankees, and so they created a way to just give a little scoop of black paint in white, in the white paint cans, and it's not pure white that went up on those buildings. It was Charleston gray or Confederate gray. I'm sorry, it's been a long time since I got told the story, but it is a well-known fact in that area about that way of getting back at the carpet baggers that were coming south. We'll get them back instead of inundating us with all this white paint. We're just going to put a little black paint in here, and yeah, we got them. Well, it was not until this weekend I was perusing the web, and I found two stories about another color associated with the Holy City. And I did not know this, all right? So are y'all familiar with something called Blue Porch Ceilings? And there's an article up at m-u-y-a-n-i world muyani world all you need to know about fitness health tips and they've got a link to this blue porch ceilings a southern tradition and why like us okay all that at this website well the post and courier the local newspaper in charleston had a recent article about charleston's haint blue porch ceilings and i think what they're getting at is the same thing haint blue or blue porch ceilings what is that Haint blue is the pale blue color often seen adorning porch ceilings of southern homes. The color haint blue or gullah blue was first used in Charleston in the early 1800s. The word haint is the gullah pronunciation of haunt or spirit, and superstition says that frustrated spirits caught between life and death cannot cross water. So pale blue ceilings are painted window frames that mimic the color of water They help keep spirits from entering a house. And now you know why in Charleston and maybe other southern towns, they have that that sort of pale blue color called haint blue, or you also call them the blue porch ceiling colors of gulla blue, haint blue. And now you know why they're that way, because they're going to keep those evil spirits from crossing the water and into your home. And that's the kind of stuff, again, I had never heard that story until this weekend and i'm sharing it with you and if you knew that story why didn't you let me know earlier i want to know everything i can about this part of the world and i'll be darned if i didn't know that story about that color from charleston but i knew the color white with a little bit of black story i'll have to research that one and bring you more information so we love our paint stories and we share them with you right here on the y'all show well that will conclude our number one when we come back we're going to get the paint cans and we're going to just paint up a whole good second hour of y'all with a quick look back at college football from the weekend auburn they didn't just throw toilet paper up in the air they painted the town orange and navy blue with their victory over alabama there on the plains of auburn on saturday we'll talk about that plus jerry short the teller of tales from Tacabola will be dropping by all that ahead in hour two of this the y'all show with john rawl
3: Well,
1: look who's home. How was your day, hon?
2: Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting.
1: Lay down on me and we'll talk about
2: it. Oh, purple mattress. You know how to support me. Hey,
1: I'm just a mattress doing my job.
2: You're more than that. You're a purple mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your purple grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through.
1: If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do Have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund.
2: And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to, Purple Mattress. You
3: too can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. And now, for a limited time, receive a free Purple product with your order when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword OFFER to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions.
6: From Ooh, two. Aww. Whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at Vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars, plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, code HOLIDAY50.
2: I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom but a little over a year ago we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help and well how could I not be there for her I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know things I never thought of like how to improve her mood and even for me ways to stay positive luckily I found the caregiving resource center from AARP it had articles about the basics that got me started but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
0: 803-816-1170. That is the number to text or call us here anytime you feel like it. It is y'all talk with a Southern accent. The second half of today's getting the week started edition of the all Southern program hosted by yours truly, John Raw. We've got Jerry Short dropping by in just a few minutes with the tales coming from Takapola way as Jerry is our Takapola storyteller. And we'll find out what he's got to say about Thanksgiving 2019. And we'll also talk a little sports with jerry when he drops by in just a few minutes speaking of sports starting this hour out we'll have our little look back at the weekend in sports and we'll start off with some college news and after three seasons of coaching the south florida bulls former louisville cardinal and texas longhorn coach Charlie Strong is out of a job in Tampa as he's been fired after a 2-10 and record in 2017 and then he started 2018-7-0 but then the wheels really came apart for the Bulls and they went 4-14 and over the last year and a half and Charlie Strong out after three seasons coaching the Americans' AAC representative in Tampa, the USF Bulls. To the college football rankings, after a huge win over Texas A&M in Death Valley, LSU is number one in the AP Top 25. Ohio State nipping on their heels as the Buckeyes and LSU and Clemson are your only undefeated teams in college football, and all three of those teams are at one, two, and three, respectively. OSU getting the big win over their rival Michigan, and Clemson embarrassed. South Carolina at Williams-Brice Stadium at, on Saturday, and they moved to 12-0, and the defending national champs. Now, this is where it gets fun and exciting. Georgia's at four after they throttled the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. The Dogs are at 11-1. and Georgia and LSU meet in the SEC championship this weekend. Utah moved up. Big win for them over Colorado. The Utes are sitting at number five and likely going to be sitting at number five until we know the final CFP poll, and we'll find out how well they do in the Pac-12 championship if they win that they've got a chance to work their way into the final four and go play for a national championship Oklahoma, once again, embarrassed Oklahoma State. I don't think Oklahoma State is capable of beating Oklahoma, and they can't beat anybody when it really matters. And OU goes into Stillwater and roars to a victory. And Oklahoma, 11-1, ranked number six. The Florida Gators, big win at home over Florida State. They're at seven. Those Baylor Bears embarrassed Kansas. 11-1 are the Bears' records. Baylor and OU get together for the Big 12 championship in Arlington this weekend. Alabama drops four spots in the AP poll. They're at number nine. Their national title hopes are dashed for 2019. And Wisconsin is going to be playing in the Big Ten Championship against Ohio State as Bucky Badger is at number 10 in the latest AP poll. Other teams of note in the AP Top 25, Auburn's at 11. Big win over Alabama. They moved up to number five. Huge win for Gus Malzahn, a win that's going to keep him on the planes unless he's courted to go to the Ozarks and coach the Arkansas Razorbacks. He says he doesn't want to. You never know when the coach world, what's going to happen. The Memphis Tigers moved up to number 16 in the latest AP Top 25. App State's at 20, as we will be playing for the Sunbelt Championship this weekend. And other teams of note from the South, the Virginia Cavaliers, after their big win over the Virginia Tech Hokies, and they'll be the representing the Coastal Division in this weekend's ACC Championship. The Who's at number 22 in the AP Top 25. And then congratulations to a couple of our military schools as Navies at 23 and the Air Force Falcons come in at number 25 in the latest AP Top 25. Great job all those teams getting their big rivalry wins this past weekend. To Sunday's NFL action, and lo and behold, we've got to give a big shout out to the Cincinnati Bengals as the Bengals won their first game of 2019, and they're now 1-11 after their 22-6 victory over the New York Jets. The Steelers with a big win over the Browns, 20-13. The Tennessee Titans, they're inches closer and closer to a wild card berth as the Titans went to Indy and won 31-17 over the Colts. And that's a quick look at what happened with some of Sunday's action in the NFL. As far as what's going on Monday night football, you got the Minnesota Vikings at 8-3 taking on the Seattle Seahawks at 9-2 from sink- century Link field in seattle this ought to be a good one starting at 8 15 eastern and televised on espn and that's a quick look at your football recap of the weekend here and our sports recap when we come back after the break jerry short will be on to tell us about what's going on in his sports world as well as his thanksgiving 2019 what happened there all that coming up on y'all talk with a southern accent
1: Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon?
2: Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting.
1: Lay down on me and we'll talk about
2: it. Oh, purple mattress. You know how to support me. Hey,
1: I'm just a mattress doing my job.
2: You're more than that. You're a purple mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your purple grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through.
1: If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do You have up to 100 days to return me for a full
3: refund.
2: And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to, Purple Mattress.
3: You too can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. And now, for a limited time, receive a free Purple product with your order. When you text OFFER to 84888, that's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at babble.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive.
4: Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text WORLD to 64000.
0: It is the Y'all Show, where we talk all things Southern and more. John Rawl, getting your week started, and it's time for our Takapola Storyteller, Jerry Short, to be back on with us. Jerry, we hope you had a good Thanksgiving 2019.
5: Well, I can't breathe. The problem with Thanksgiving is it's too much food. (laughs) Everything else is great.
0: Too much food. TMF. And we want to get... We don't want to have TMI about your TMF, too much information about your too much food. So what in the world did you have?
5: Well, I did my traditional turkey, and uh, I didn't do my traditional dressing. I was a little bit – my wife was in Salt Lake City in Vegas, so I kind of calmed down on my cooking because I didn't want to have to do KP Kitchen Police and clean it up, which I just finished doing because I'm on the way to pick her up at the airport now in
0: Memphis. (laughs) Okay.
5: uh, So I figured I better have the kitchen at least clean, because I had not touched it since Thanksgiving. But uh, anyway, I had, uh, we had everything plus, I think. We had your traditional stuff, you know, all your hounds and your, it seems like Christmas has become a casserole season now. When I grew up, it wasn't that big of a casserole thing, but, Everybody's got their own casserole dish, you know. And so, uh, and they're pretty doggone good. It'll, it'll make you overeat. And of course my daughter loaded me down to bring it home after Thanksgiving and I went down there like yesterday to her house and she loaded me down again. So I don't know if all this food's going to make it before it ruins or not.
0: Mm. Mm. well it was a good thanksgiving for me as well i actually got invited jerry to two different thanksgiving celebrations and i had to prioritize and i went you know what i did for thanksgiving lunch i went with the people that invited me first that's probably the right thing to do right uh
5: yeah because i think uh our main meal is usually the dinner meal but lunch is uh traditional thanksgiving so i think you did the right
0: thing well i want to thank the marsh family for having me over Cleve marsh who appeared on this show many times throughout the last few months with his outdoors feature he invited me over because he knew i was not with my my child nor other family members and said hey why don't you come over and have thanksgiving with me and he had actually heard me say a few days prior about my thanksgiving plans and he had already invited me so luckily yep. whatever i said on the air just a few days before thanksgiving wasn't enough know. for him to disinvite me
5: me there you go you didn't insult him enough to get knocked out of a good meal
0: right no we had a great meal in fact jerry i want to get your opinion on this i heard you talk about casseroles well unbeknownst to me cleveland and his lovely bride and other family members that were there he had his 95 year old father from sumter south carolina drive 10 11 hours to his house for thanksgiving he drove. well he rode with his his daughter and his daughter was well, there with us still-
5: set up properly right yeah Yeah, but he he,
0: 95 years young world war ii veteran but even your your (laughs) lovely bride she went to see her sister and how about that two filipinos celebrating thanksgiving (laughs) in utah one even lives in mississippi getting together for thanksgiving yeah
5: well they drove down to oh look it's a the whole family one some's in alaska some's in new york some's in houston and then uh
0: and they all got together at Thanksgiving.
5: Oh uh, no! But they get together occasionally, and
0: okay,
5: I'm probably the reason this year they wanted to, and and I had a few th- issues, so um, I didn't uh, want to go. And they wanted to go to Vegas for Thanksgiving Day, and my gosh, I've been to Vegas. Uh, I lost thirteen dollars there one time, and swore I'd it, it, and uh, so I won't go. To Vegas. And, you know, that's big for Asian people. They love, uh, Las Vegas. Mm. And, uh, when I think of Las Vegas, I think uh Viva Las Vegas with Ann Margaret Elvis Presley. But, uh, I think they think of slot machines and stuff like that when you walk through those uh, casinos. And then they stayed at the Mirage and, and they went out to Hoover and, you know, they saw some other sites, too, and it's a good bit of stuff. They live north of Salt Lake City, and you come down through there, and there's Bryce's Canyon, and there's uh, St. George is a pretty neat place, and, you know, there's things like that to see on the way down. So they had a good trail finished. They also had 12 inches of snow mm. uh, above uh, Salt Lake City where, where our sister lives. So, mm, but they're they're going to. Retreat and move back to the Philippines next year.
0: How about that? Leaving America.
5: They have a a heck of, well, you know, he's just ready to retire and, and, uh, And
0: he is an American by birth, by the way, you're talking about. Oh
5: yeah. He's, he's an American by birth and, uh, and, uh, he met her in, uh, Hong Kong and, uh, before they had all this mess they're having now. Yeah, of course, and she was teaching school in Hong Kong, and, you know, Filipinos, they get an education, and they go somewhere and make it count, so, uh, hopefully I can get my wife a, a really good job when she gets home, Yeah, but, uh, just joking, of course, in case she's listening on a plane, right? And there.
0: Americans these days get an education, and they move back to mamas.
5: Oh, I know, what I mean... They, these guys, these Filipinos, they love to work. You just, I mean, it's like it's built in them or something. I've never seen anything like it. It's, uh, one of them is in Alaska and he's already a, uh, loan officer at a uh, bank making loans. Unfortunately, he's making college loans. That's his forte. He's the number one guy (laughs) in, uh, Fairbanks. It's, it does that, uh, for the government. And, uh, you know, the government college loans that, uh, her at, uh, Maxine Waters and all mm-hmm. they we need to get free. So <laughs> but that's what he's doing. And, uh, and they do well. And his, his wife works too. And she's got a really good job. I mean, they can get jobs because they usually, if in the right place, you know, you got to go to the right place. You know, one's a nurse in Dallas and one's a nurse in, uh, Oh, they got a restaurant in houston and then one's a nurse in new york city so um they're all over
0: <laughs> well we hope everybody had a great thanksgiving 2019 and you had plenty of turkey dressing and more also want to thank the other group that invited me in for thanksgiving leftovers on thursday yeah, night. We had a good time having some i guess it would be a combination of dressing and sausage together that was a pretty interesting combination
5: yeah and, i had some sausage in that yeah and Leftovers can be as good as the first round, too.
0: Yeah. Well, we had a good time. Watched a little... A lot of football. Speaking of football, in the next segment here, when we wrap up today's conversation with Jerry Short, I'm going to get him to talk about a subject that doesn't get enough attention, and that is the importance of having a good field goal kicker on your football team. There were a couple of games this past weekend, and there have been many games throughout history that a field goal kicker, if you just had one, perhaps on scholarship on your football team, you might could have won the ball game. And we'll talk about that. Give
5: me a few ideas right there. I'm thinking of stuff as you you go to break.
0: All right. Well, we'll talk about that with Jerry Short and more. But, Jerry, one thing that happened over the Thanksgiving break is our commander in chief decided to slip off to Afghanistan and visit the troops. And now, back from that, and he's got another embattled week ahead with the, I guess, House Judiciary Committee now looking at impeachment and more and you reckon- the, you reckon President Trump's going to be able to get through this week
5: Well, he's gotten through a lot of weeks prior to this, and if any human on this planet can get through the stuff that man can he is uh he should be from the greatest generation you <laughs> uh, he has is, he is one fighting and so God. I would be in a foxhole with him. And if I saved a bullet, I'd waste it on me and let him fight his
0: way out. Yeah, I mean, even if you you hate Trump, there's no doubt about it. The guy has the stamina of more than a teenager. I mean, he just is nonstop. Even if he knows he's wrong, he just keeps on going.
5: And it don't bother him if his hands called on it either. That's what I like
0: about it. Well, some people don't like that. But I'm just saying, whether you like it or don't like it, you cannot deny the guy is... A really kind of a machine when it comes to anything. He just is non-non-stop. He really shouldn't have run for president, but he, he got into it and just kept on trucking, and we all know what happened.
5: But they're going to fight him, and there's so many networks besides one and a half maybe that uh, give him some credit. That uh, It really it concerns me about our future. We, we've got to keep someone similar to him in power. So, uh, him preferably for the next term, but, uh, gotta have somebody waiting in the wings, like a good kicker.
0: Well, I came up with something over this Thanksgiving weekend that for all the Trump, 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 for all the Trump haters out there, the best thing that could happen. Okay. You want to hear what the best thing for all the Trump haters who want to see him go away and never be heard from again,
5: they go away.
0: No, the best thing that can happen is for him to win in november of 2020
5: that's when they go away
0: well no 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 this is to make to make trump 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 go away because here's what's going to happen if trump does not win in november of 2020 he will be a nuisance for every he'll be on every talk show he'll be out there more than he's ever been he'll be doing more and more rallies and he'll be back on the ballot in 2024
5: that's a possibility yeah and, uh, so
0: if, if he gets reelected, there, there he will have zero value at the end of his term in twenty twenty five, and so then yeah. then the Democrats can rest easy that for goodness he's, sakes the Trump era is over.
5: He's not going to be the kind of president or, or politician if he should win from twenty to twenty four that I'm going to call a lame duck, because uh, I don't think I don't think he knows that definition of a lame duck and he'll fight him right up to the end i believe
0: well that's my point is if he does not win I know, he's going to be far more visible far more i guess n- undetached he can say or do anything he wants and he will and he's going to run again in 2025 he get on the
5: 2024 side, pardon me you know. He could get on the five. He
0: could do anything he wanted, even at least on the leave. Fox network. But look, he'll probably come up with his own stuff if he is not reelected. So, if you hate Trump, the problem is if he does not get reelected, he's probably going to be even more visible, and will have. If you thought the rallies he's having now were bad, he'll have even more when he's out of office.
5: Let's see, how old would he be in uh in twenty four? He would be four or five. But is he seventy three now? Yeah, he said. I guess he'd be seventy-eight. That's the no, that's Biden's age,
0: right? Mm-hmm. And he uh, loves it. That's the point. He yeah. loves it. He absolutely loves being in the public spotlight. He likes. He likes the big crowds.
5: Yeah, and and, and he's good with the big crowds. He should have been a comedian if he
0: had. A... Maybe that's his <laughs> shtick. He'll be a comedian and mix in a little political talk too. But
5: <laughs> he'll be a political comedian. I guarantee. you. He's good. And uh, the,
0: the norm normally has been for presidents who are – done with their term to kind of go off in the sunset and not make a lot of noise well if he loses in 2020 he's going to be angry and yeah yeah what yeah. does he do when he gets angry he gets even more vocal but well, right now
5: now but he's holding it pretty good right
0: now he's got to get through this whole impeachment mess and we'll see what ha- happens with all that hey we got to get through this commercial break with jerry short here on the y'all show our teller of tales from takapola when we come back We're going to talk about perhaps the most important position in the Hall of Football. No, it ain't the quarterback. It's the field goal kicker. And we'll discuss how so many teams out there on all levels of football don't take this position seriously until they need a kicker to come through for them. And you can go ask a couple of teams from the last couple of days. They maybe didn't pay that field goal position enough attention and that bit him in the tuchus. We'll discuss yeah, that and more right. when we wrap up our show with Jerry Short today. I want,
5: I want to throw in a little punting
0: too. Oh, and punting too. You, yeah, we'll, punting let you, we'll, we'll let you puntificate after the break okay. here on the, the Y'all Show. Uh-huh.
3: Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Uh-huh.
6: to aww whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday spread more joy with holiday cards calendars and photo gifts from vistaprint and now you can get up to 50 off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos so make more merry at vistaprint.com with up to 50 off all holiday cards and calendars plus great deals on photo gifts just enter code holiday 50 at checkout that's vistaprint.com code holiday 50
3: Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at babbelcom slash terms. Please don't text and drive.
6: Have you wanted to speak a new language, but
4: you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text WORLD to 64000.
0: final segment of today's y'all show we've got our teller of tales jerry short joining us here as we wrap up this first day of the coming back after thanksgiving edition of the y'all show talk with a southern accent with john rawl and jerry short of course thanksgiving means great food and getting together with friends and family It also means lots of football to choose from, whether it was the NFL action throughout the day on Thursday or the college game the Egg Bowl played Thursday night. Then you had Friday and Saturday. Plenty of college football NFL on Sunday. And, Jerry, we saw several teams out there that they just missed out on big wins because they didn't have a decent field goal kicker.
5: Absolutely. Or, you know, those things I think I heard you mention before you went to break that – they're not putting enough emphasis on recruiting those players. And
0: uh, The question you know, is, they, really, do they even recruit them?
5: Uh, somewhat. If a guy happens to really be good, but the problem you have, I think, high school, you don't have – you've got very few kickers in high school, you know, uh, as far as field goal kickers.
0: And go. why is that?
5: Uh, well, the, nobody just excels in it, if you'll notice – they don't practice it. It's something that a kid's got to do every day. I used to go punt every day till dark. And you, just, if you lose at uh, what you're doing and you don't do it regular, you know, especially this field goal kicking situation, you know, they've closed the goal post in a little bit and they've done this and that. And, and you, if you notice that they'll go get soccer players sometime to, come out and be their field goal kicker
0: yeah they even had women come out yeah and help I
5: didn't even right right you're right about that woman thing and and uh but in high school you yeah you know it's not that important and then you get to college and it becomes important now it once upon a time back when i was a young man uh usually your quarterback was your punter and um uh, because he punted in high school usually. So, uh and the kicker situation was with that old square toe uh, kicking. He didn't soccer-style kick. You know, they even went through a barefoot spell there for about 10 years in the pros. Mm-hmm. College, I think that Franklin boy from uh, Texas A&M was a barefoot, first barefoot kicker. And uh, as a matter of fact, he set the college record for field goals. But he kicked every day, I heard him say one time. He kicked till he had calluses on his foot, of being barefooted. And he, he took his sock off because he got better traction. But, uh, and he had a, he had a, uh, ooh, I think a 63-yard college kick. And, no, that's the, that's Dempsey's was 63. I think he had a 61 or something like that. Franklin did. But, uh. And you know, he was one he was one that they probably gave a scholarship to, him being barefooted. However, I've been around a lot of colleges and I've i I've known of them at one college in particular. They'd start getting panicky and they'd go drive back down to the intramural uh, practice fields and look for a a fraternity boy that can kick. I've seen that happen.
0: Yeah, just a few years ago, Tennessee, in the middle of a game, had to go get a kid out of a frat house to come kick a field goal right. for the team during the game.
5: I know, I know, I know. It's just just. There's no sense in getting yourself. What they do now that you know these coaches that football has changed and they've changed it and they think that everything revolves around speed on a forty and vertical jump, and they'll they'll waste five scholarships on that position and and won't give one to a kicking position. And then who do they call on when they're in a tight at the end of a ball game and the ball game's on the line? Hey, get that cold kicker off of the field, off of the bench, put him on the field and put all the pressure, have a 100,000 eyes and television looking at him, and he comes out there and if he don't make it, he's a goat to a lot of people, you know. Even if he's a good kicker and he happens to miss one, maybe they, maybe they make him kick it too far away. But still, uh, you've got to recruit these kind of athletes and they need to specialize in it. And they need it. high school coaches need to dang. I've got a grandson now that's not a very good, uh, uh, player at, uh, other, other positions and his coach has got him just strictly practicing kicking field goals and he's in the he's a 10th grader and he kicks every afternoon but he still doesn't have enough strength in his leg to kick over 30 35 yards you know but he's got two years to develop that but that doesn't happen a lot it, you know luckily had a coach that knew he wouldn't have a kicker the next couple of years he's got a kicker now so he's got somebody practicing that that's all that they might be able to do.
0: Well, there were some teams this past weekend that a 30-yard field goal kicker would have been much, much, uh, they would love to have had them on their roster, so your grandson could have easily found himself playing for the Alabama Crimson Tide, or the Mississippi Land Sharks, or I saw Uh the Battle on the Bayou Saturday night, Jerry. This was Louisiana Monroe taking on Louisiana Lafayette. ULM has not been but to one bowl in their 25 years of playing big boy football, and they had a chance to win their sixth game on the road in Lafayette and they had a chip shot roughly 20 yard field goal to win the game at the buzzer and the guy pushed it left he'd already pushed one earlier in the game right and they missed out on becoming bowl eligible because of a easy easy field goal
5: well see there you go on that and I understand that Ole Miss had a a 2021 ball game with four seconds left and they was going for a the tie at 21-21. Now, they've got a – uh but they had a penalty, a very, very ugly unsportsmanlike penalty where a dog hiked – or a, a player pretended to be a dog, which they had done two years ago and got a personal foul on. But this one cost them a game. But they had – a Ole Miss had a field goal kicker that had missed four extra points this year and had an had average of under 50% from 30 yards and, uh, out on field goals. Now, you know, they needed a kicker. Why hadn't they been getting a kicker? Why hadn't they gone after a kicker? But they didn't. Do they
0: you didn't know if out. that kicker for the sharks, was he on scholarship?
5: He was, I know for a fact that he was in my grandson's paternity and, uh, so him being a fraternity frat, I'm saying probably not. He probably an academy boy, and uh, he just walked on because of a legacy to Ole Miss with his family. I don't, I can't back that up, but I've seen it happen enough that I would uh, almost uh, take it to Vegas if that that's how it worked out. But uh, you know, I've seen that happen so many times, and it's it's no call for it. It's uh, you know if you've got to. You've got all you've got all spring to do, to get you a kicker. You've got all the uh, you've got all the summer. You've got the recruiting class. You, you know if if there's not but one good kicker out of ten
0: high school kickers,
5: go get that son of a gun. I don't care if he's in Hawaii.
0: Meaning, give him a scholarship.
5: That's exactly right. Go get him and get him and make it worth his while to come to your university and. uh that that's uh you know, you go back and you look at kicks and they're so important, bad, good, or indifferent. But do you you remember ever hearing about the Immaculate Conception kick of Mississippi State no miss
0: game? Yeah, nineteen eighty three. In,
5: in Jackson. You got you got your stuff together. And uh they kicked they kicked the ball and a, a a wind came in from the north, and it was kicking on the north end zone. And as that ball, I mean, it was for the wind. They would have won the ball game if it had kicked the field goal. And it was a, I think they had a one by two points. But as the ball traveled, the wind came in, and the ball went up in the air and did not clear the crossbar and blew back on the field. I've often wondered what the official would have said. Hey. It cleared the crossbar, but it was in the air, but it didn't land on the other side. But it never cleared the crossbar. I've seen film of it. And, uh, it blew back out on the field and Ole Miss won the ball game. Now, you know, this was, they had a pretty good kicker that year, but maybe if it had a stronger kicker with a stronger leg, it would have fought through that gust of wind. So, you know, it's so many things, so many turns of events that can happen. In uh, with kicking and punting i said i wanted to throw something in about punting because you know i've had uh i helped at that academy and i had about four all-star punters and i punted so you know i kind of keep an eye on that and i was a statistician and as i kept stats i got to noticing if you were playing somebody and you you stopped them say six times or seven times and then you uh you had to punt six or seven times And your punts were averaging 45, 46 yards a punt, okay? And But the other guy's punting was punting maybe for 35 yards. And that's 10 yards. That's 60 to 70 yards a rushing back would get. That's five first downs. So what's the importance of a punter? That's the reason Ray Guy stayed so long. Because he was out punting his probably – he out punted the running backs for the opposition for a 100 yards a game. But I've seen him doing, I saw his longest college uh, punt was from the back of the end zone at their end all the way out the back of the other end. It bounced and went out the back of the other end. So you know, dog, well, a guy punting like that is going to give you field position if nothing else. And then, uh, but I think uh, the kind of sum it up like you said they've got to start developing kickers and then they've got to start hunting them hunting those kickers, finding those kickers and and then do it right it's uh you know i said that i was uh i think i told you one time that i saw the three longest kicks personally one high school one college and one uh, professional, I saw Dempsey's sixty-three yard kick. It,
0: I think you told me that right. that you saw these three longest kicks at the different levels. I find that very hard to believe.
5: Oh, well, it's, it's it's I can tell you exactly. But let say we were playing by nineteen seventy, maybe when Dempsey got hit. and I'm it was in November it was late because I was in Louisiana, Vista, and I went on over to was played in the old Superdome. Not super. two long stadium. Bowl, old Sugar Bowl, and uh he kicked. We were playing Detroit. They were playing Detroit, I believe, and that won the ball game. But uh Dempsey had that club foot, and he had a big square. You know, you didn't kick soccer style in seventy, and he had that big square thing. But they didn't rush him very much. I think they they just wrote that off that he wasn't going to make it, and it just dropped over the goal. Just dropped over the go, and that was a. Uh, he he didn't have another yard in that kick, and it was sixty three maybe yards. I want to think, but he uh, finally got broken. I think somebody's got a.
0: I think the should, Broncos kicker Elam broke that. So that, and he that, had
5: a he, he had tied it. Elam had tied it too one time. And yeah, I,
0: I think. think he ended up breaking it with a.
5: And then he broke it, yeah, okay. and all right then my college kick was broken immediately by Franklin at Texas A&M, but Ole Miss was playing Georgia, and, and that was a, a big Archie Manning days, and Claus Hinton was a kicker, and he came out, Archie was hurt, and Ole Miss was needing, he'd gone to the dressing room, and he was needing three bad because Georgia was catching up, I think Georgia was ranked about fourth in the nation, and he kicked a fifty 59- nine yard field goal at the time was the record, but it was broken. may have been broken that same year by Franklin. I don't remember when Franklin was at Texas NFL, But it could have been broken that same year uh, with a 60, 61 or 2 by Franklin. You'd have to look that up. But uh, he broke Hinton's. So, But I did see it at the time it would have been the record.
0: Okay. What about high school? It went
5: through. Uh, high school, Now, what I was thinking on high school, I was keeping stats for this academy, and the coach told me before the game that we're going to set the high school record for a field goal, which is 65 yards. So he told me to – and unfortunately, we were playing a team that was way below our classification, and they were all beat up they put no rush. It was just like kicking off almost. And he kicked the dog gun thing 65 yards with some despair. But I thought always that that, was go- that record was official. But the high school association, and the reason I know this, I, I talked to my, uh, uh, our athletic director not long ago, and he said they never did officiate, uh, officially call that uh, the record because we were playing a team way below the record and they had to send the film to them to authenticate it. Mm-hmm. And it was the record actually the distance. However, it wasn't a record. And I think, uh, you know, they, they didn't authenticate it as a record. And so it didn't count. But this boy, could kick, he kicked from Mississippi State. He was in that he was their kickoff guy, and then he played a little bit for Cincinnati. Jeff Walker okay. and uh, uh
0: right, I just Jeff, said okay yeah
5: Jeff Walker. Anyway, he kicked out, he kicked off for state and was state's punter, so you know he had a heck of a leg. And but they didn't authenticate that high school thing, but it was the longest at the time. Yeah. But I think they've got a about a sixty-eight or sixty-nine yard high school one now. And it's probably out west because I think Abilene Christian has the uh a seventy yarder mm. and i I think the wind was blowing seventy miles an hour behind his back because around Abilene and out in that part of Texas that wind blows you know this time of year, so uh I think he has he has that in college, but I don't know if they authenticate that either. They just give you know. I think they still go with maybe Franklin's or somebody down at sixty five or sixty six
0: or. Well, our point of bringing this up today is the importance of the kicking game. Oftentimes, not important enough in most college programs to give them a scholarship, and unfortunately, it can cost these programs. And you're right. You wanted to stand up for punters. I know that in my somewhat vast knowledge of college sports, I can only think of one punter who was given a scholarship coming out of high school to a major program in the last couple of years and that was jk scott at alabama who did great in tuscaloosa in his time yeah at the capstone in fact he's gone on now and is at the green bay packers where he averaged 44.7 yards per punt as a rookie in 2018 and is already averaging around 45 yards a punt this year for the pack but he's one of the few people i knew coming right out of high school giving a full ride to a major college now i'm not saying he's the only one but he was the only one i'm aware of most of the time great guy was given one most but... of these these guys are walk-ons or they have to yeah. fight for Anything they can get,
5: they do. And uh, if you notice, they will usually have two or three of them that are all semi walk-ons, mm-hmm. and they just uh, fight it out at practice. They don't even go to the, you know, like I know Ole Miss more than I know. I hate to keep mentioning their name, but
0: you mean Mississippi, they, uh, U M at U
5: of M Sharks. Yeah, they they don't even go up to the practice field much. They go down to the football stadium and just kick. That's all they do. They're mostly learning on the job. I call it OJT kickers is what they are. But, uh, the dog gun, you, you, I mean, you hit, you hit a, a really, really, uh, soft spot with me about kicking. I've always said that because I've been a statistician for 40 something years at that Academy. And I've watched that kind of stuff develop. I even had a player one time that Mississippi State was going to give him a scholarship. But they weren't going to make it a full one. That was when Jackie Sherrill was there. And he kicked for us. And he had a 44 point something. uh uh forty five I forget, 40, 44 something. Well, they, they thought if he got a 45, State had said they would give him a partial scholarship well his daddy worked me he was an engineer and he says me and my wife we keep up with chips kicks every kick and i i had it on film at another school we were playing in greenwood and i got I, so I, I went and bowed in and went on and i kept pretty good records on punters and and i had him uh a couple points off ten off so one more pun he said no he kicked a 69 punt when you got him with a 49. So that made him have a 45. But you know, State still did not give that boy a punting scholarship. So he went on and punted at Delta State or smaller school. The boy become a doctor, but he went on to that smaller school just to prove Mississippi State wrong for not giving him a scholarship as a punter. And Delta State, He was that division's kicker of the year with a uh, 45-yard punt average.
0: Mm And I'm keep in you. mind, at the Division One level, you've got two different types of Division I schools, FBS teams and FCS teams. FBS teams, your SEC and ACC teams, are allowed a maximum of 85 players with a full scholarship. The FCS, they have right. 63 full scholarships that they are allowed to give out. That's the right. difference between the two levels. And you're telling me between 63 and 85 players, you can't find one scholarship, a full ride for a kicker in most of these programs? No, well, evidently well, not. That boy,
5: that boy goes over there and pays his own way because his daddy could. You know, because he went at the last minute they waited for State to give him a scholarship and they never did. So he only went played one year and then transferred to State, but he went by the office and told Jackie Cheryl that you should have given me a scholarship. I would have only gotten better and I averaged 45 yards a kick at Delta State. And look, They play some pretty good teams. They play the North Dakota bunch, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and you know they play North Alabamas and people like that. And they play. That's a good league. I've been to a couple of the games.
0: The Gulf South Conference.
5: Yeah, that's right. And uh, you know, and they won the uh, they won the national championship uh, the year after he left, I believe. And uh, they used to play it over at North Alabama, Florence. They still do. I don't know.
0: By the way, Division yeah. Two has thirty-six full or partial scholarships per year, so even less at that yeah. level. But yeah. Jerry, we got to get out of here. I'm glad that you could stand up for the kickers and punters of the world on today's y'all show, and we'll get you to <laughs> puntificate next week.
5: Well, uh, I told you that I punted on the field up at Nashville, and it was a disaster. So you got to stay in shape, punting or kicking.
0: We'll, okay. we'll keep that down as a m- reminder for all of us here who long to be kickers and punters well that will wrap up our monday y'all thank you for listening we'll be right back here tuesday with our teller of barbecue talk is going to be on that would be matt Herman's the barrister himself and we'll have all the other headlines coming from cr- across the south all that on the tuesday y'all thanks for listening
3: Well, look
1: who's home. How was your day, hon?
2: Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting.
1: Lay down on me and we'll talk about
2: it. Oh, purple mattress. You know how to support me. Hey,
1: I'm just a mattress doing my job.
2: You're more than that. You're a purple mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your purple grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic hyperelastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through.
1: If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund
2: and give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk. No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple mattress.
3: You two can come home to a purple mattress by texting offer to 84888. And now for a limited time, receive a free purple product with your order when you text offer to 84888. That's keyword O F F E R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions.
6: From Ooh! Too. Aww. whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday spread more joy with holiday cards calendars and photo gifts from vistaprint and now you can get up to 50 off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos so make more merry at vistaprint.com with up to 50 off all holiday cards and calendars plus great deals on photo gifts just enter code holiday 50 at checkout that's vistaprint.com code holiday 50
3: Hi, I'm your
1: host, Smokey Coal Bear. filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of...
3: Only you can prevent wildfires.
1: Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless, dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented.
5: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.